Welcome to Mental Conversations, um, a podcast focusing on positive mental health and overcoming the struggles of life. My name's Chris Sutton and I'm excited <laughs> because today I'm joined in our lead studio by Lucille Allen Paisson. Can I say it in a French accent? Yeah, it's Paisson. Paisson. It's good. So if I say Lucille Allen Paisson. Wow, that's a very good one. <laughs> um, Lucille is the founder of Leeds Wellbeing Week and the director of Mind It, um, bringing well-being to the workplace. So thank you so much for coming back in the studio. Very happy to be back too. Leaving your little baby just to come and talk to me at this Daddy time. Daddy is fine with his yeah. little baby. He's probably loving it actually. Yeah, He's yeah, probably I'm sure thinking, he does. Yeah, I've got some time, just me and my girl. Um, so this one, this subject we're going to be talking about today, my notes are sketchy at best because you said, you told me what you wanted to talk about and I was like, okay. Uh, and I try to kind of think where I think the conversation may go, and then I write a couple of prompts for myself okay. usually. Right. Practically nothing on this. <laughs> okay. So, let's see where it goes. So let's do. So we might talk about something completely different, but the vicious cycle of poor being and the virtuous cycle of well-being. Yeah. So I got this idea the other day because uh, I'm talking about well-being all the time, trying yeah. to. Mm-hmm. Um, bring it to the workplace really realizing that we need to do something to prevent burnout from happening Mm -hmm. so we at minded we provide well-being sessions to the staff um, in order to achieve that that's our main goal and then i realized that well-being can be um, just if we turn it around it becomes poor being Mm -hmm. and that if you um there are two cycles really if you are poor, if you feel poorly, if you don't feel great on a specific day, if you wake up grumpy, for example, mm-hmm. it's very likely that you're going to be grumpy for the rest of the day. Mm. So this is why I had this idea around vicious cycle, thinking, well, actually, if you feel bad, you can get worse if you don't take steps to get better. Mm-hmm. And it can just take small steps to, to revert the cycle and make it become a virtuous cycle, cycle versus the vicious one. So I, um, my mind's going crazy now. I've got loads of different things in my head. Um, as you were saying that, I was thinking, yeah, actually, this happened to me yesterday. Right. I woke up really grumpy. It was a Monday morning. Um, I was going, you know, I knew I had a busy day of work ahead of me. And I know, I'll tell you what it was. I know what it was. It's because I was I was talking to someone last week and they recommended I go dairy-free. Right. Okay? So I was like, okay, so... And they also said, stop eating bananas. Because I have like... Um, they were talking about uh, inflammation. Right. And saying about yeah, to yeah, reduce yeah. inflammation. I have a banana smoothie every morning. <laughs> so I was like... So I got up in the morning and I was like, oh, well, that's my banana and milk combo gone. So I was, that was what made me grumpy. Yeah, yeah. Straight away, I, I was like, mm. it's like a proper, like, child, it's not fair, I can't The day's one. ruined. Yeah, that's it. It's a write-off. So, so yeah, you, you do start, you know, if you start like that, you know, it's, it can be hard to, to jump out of. Yeah, and this is just talking about the, a day, um, but you can, you, you have people who might be struggling for weeks, if mm. not months, and then it's, it becomes more and more difficult to get up in the morning sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yes. So it's important to take small steps to revert the cycle as soon as you spot the signs of stress, anxiety, or even depression coming in. Because it, it, it will only get worse 
Um, so, so what you're saying there, if we just define it a bit more, I'm doing a circle yeah. <laughs> I mean, with, with my finger on the table. So it, it is that, so what we're saying is if you start off poorly, then are you suggesting that potentially you then make poor choices as you go through the day as well? I am suggesting that we are more likely to yeah. make poor choices. But we have the decision to make well choices yes. as well. So yes. it's not it's not um, like a fatality. It's yeah. not if I can say that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. It's it's not something that you can't revert. That's why there are the two cycles. Yeah. And they they kind of meet. Do you know what? Somewhere. I, uh, this is what was really interesting because I um like about I love this format, um, which, which might sound a bit arrogant because it's me that. <laughs> decided to do it but like because I didn't know that my mind was going to go this way when you said these things but I remember listening to a guy once while I was off work with depression mm -hmm. so I was really really struggling and one of the guy I wish I could remember his name uh, he was a really kind of over-the-top American uh, guy that at first I was like oh, I just don't like the way he talks yeah. and he sounds like he's preaching at me but then I was listening to what he was saying and it kind of a lot of it made sense And I think a lot of his kind of performance was around um, uh, Guy Finley, his name is. It's just coming to my head. Right. And he, um, it, it was engaging, so it made you listen. Yeah. And I think he was talking to a live audience because mm. you could hear them laughing and things in the background. And he, he basically said that um, with this, so with your kind of poor cycle of well-being, starting in the morning, he was saying people who are struggling with depression you would kind of it might be a recurring thought mm -hmm. so and that actually is the thing that comes into your head every morning and like you said over an extent so for me yesterday it was a banana smoothie it was a one-off type mm -hmm. thing but for um for some people it is why did he do that to me yeah. why did she say yeah. that to me why did he you know whatever wh whatever it is and that's the first thing that um you know this rumination yeah um which one of my friends calls um renumerating it's, it's something completely different mate I'll, <laughs> i'll tell you about it one day um anyway you ruminate about these things in the yeah. past and so you're you're there again and when you're thinking about it you're literally taken back in time to that moment and you feel the pain and it's very real And that, when you are struggling with depression, can quite often be the case. You probably can't get up and you hit the snooze button. Yeah, and, then and you're just... The snooze button again. And it, it, it can happen. The, 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 the choice is there, though. Even though it's difficult, the, the, there is an option to And this get is up. the thing. This is the thing. And, then I, and I know I'm rambling. But the, this is the thing that he said that really stuck with me. He said... Would you ever wake up in the morning and think, do you know what, I think I'm going to go, I'm going to lift up that um, hole in the road and I'm going to stand in the sewer and look at some crap for a while. And, he was <laughs> and I was like, what is he talking about? That's a very about? good one. And he was going, because that's essentially what you're doing. You wow. are choosing to engage with this. You are mm -hmm. choosing to bring this vision back to your memory. You're mm. choosing to then engage with it. And oh, this is a hard thing to take. I remember the feeling now, I'm feeling it as I speak when you're struggling with depression, you're thinking, I'm not choosing that. It's just happening. Mm. But the fact of the matter is, you can, if you um, try and distract yourself by doing something else, yes, you can avoid that choice. Yes, yeah. You can make that choice a choice. You can make that, you know, that a choice. Yeah, and we make hundreds, if not thousands, of decisions every day. Mm. What yeah. am I going to eat? What am I going to wear? What, how... 
how I'm going to go there or how I'm going to park there, yeah. here and there. We made millions of decisions. <laughs> Went from hundreds to a million. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's all right. You're, you're, you're French. You can do that. Short decisions. <laughs> very, very small decisions. And actually, it's a five-second rule. We usually, we, I think most of them, I don't have the data on it. I don't know. But most of them, we make them very, very quickly. Mm. Uh, which relates to our podcast around time because we are very, very fast into our decision-making. Yeah, that's it. Um, and actually, in five seconds, you can make a decision that is going to make you feel better or make you feel worse. So if you I think like about so. the two cycles, and sometimes it's difficult to feel that you have the choice, but as you just said, eventually you have it. Mm. If you think about the poor cycle of, the vi- vicious cycle of poor being and the virtuous cycle of well-being, uh, you can see them close to another, like a bit like the infinite sign. The infinity sign. Infinity yeah, sign. Like, okay, like the number eight on its side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then your decision is uh, the point where the, they meet, in the middle. Ooh, and you I can, like that. You can either go right or left, yeah. really. Uh, okay. Just thinking. Or right or wrong. <laughs> or right or wrong, but the thing is that the, the, the hope, if there is hope, that if you go for the vicious cycle, five seconds later, you might have another, yeah, another like decision to I, go back to the virtuous one. I like that, Look at that <laughs> connected bit in the middle where that's the way the decision's made. So even if you go, if, even if you go around the, the vicious loop, you come back to the point where you can make another decision. And there's always an opportunity to go back to the virtuous. Did you come up with that yourself? That's yeah. clever. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to sound surprised. <laughs> no, no. <when> I said. <laughs> it's a, the, the, the thing. Oh, now the thing is that we we should not see it badly. Like we should not say yes. But if I go for the vicious one, five seconds later there might be a decision that makes me potentially go back to the vicious one. But I suppose if it, maybe if you're in that mindset, you'd be thinking, "Hey, I get another decision." Yeah. And I can go, yeah. you know, because I think that that's what I really liked about it. The the. The only kind of similarity I've ever heard to this is around spirals. Mm. Um, and the thing around the spiral that um, particularly going downwards, yeah, yeah. you know, for the for the poor being, that imagery in my mind yeah, is yeah, like, yeah. yeah, you can see that you're going down. Whereas, um, uh, but I like the, the virtuous cycle. I like the idea that it's kind of like, because essentially what we're saying is, however we do the imagery of it is that once you take if you take a, a correct decision that takes you somewhere positive yeah. and then it can lead to more positivity yeah. and and essentially you want to kind of um i love this idea of a flow state you know yeah. it took me a long time to get my head around it and i'm i'm sure i'm going to butcher it trying to describe it mm. but that i never understand when people say it's when time stands still because for me, it feels much more like time goes really, really super fast. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. But I think it's 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 linked to the decision making process as well, being in a flow state that you the 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 decisions seem natural. Yes, to absolutely. Take I guess so. Like like time literally. Yeah, flows. it's on your yeah, it's on your side, isn't yeah. it? It's like, but I really. Everyone at some point has been in that state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when things... And, and it, it does feel like almost everything you touch turns to gold and you can't do anything wrong. And so it's like... But how many people try to 
recreate that you know how many mm. people try to create sorry how to how many people try to create it or how and how often is it more that it happens unexpectedly certainly for me my experience of it i've never thought right i'm going to get myself into a flow state no um but actually why not if you because if it is certain triggers yeah, if yeah. it is certain things so if i'm going to go and if i know that i'm going to be giving a um a speech to a room full of 200 people about mental health I want to be at my best when I walk onto that stage really you know I want to be in a position where I can get the message across to people so they're engaged and they yeah, listen so yeah. they can hopefully take something away from from it and then share that message and, and essentially help help other, help themselves yeah. and others so it would probably benefit me from trying to get into this virtuous cycle yeah and it's a it's a it starts really with very small decisions and small steps mm. one more time because it, you, we can't change everything at a time. Uh, it's just completely unrealistic yeah. and we can't have all the wonderful habits that successful are said to have, successful people are yeah. said to have. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a matter of, okay, what am I struggling with now? If I'm struggling with waking up and I... It happened to me in the past uh, when I still lived in Paris and I was working like crazy hours and was not really motivated when I knew I was about to quit the job to come to yeah. Leeds. Mm -hmm. I hit the snooze button so much really? and I was always late to work yeah. because I just didn't feel like doing it. But it just takes a small decision saying, OK, I'm, I'm just not going to put an alarm tomorrow. Yeah. And I, you naturally wake up and then, oh, I'm not going to hit the snooze button. Or saying my husband, fiancé at the time, just please f force me to get out of bed tomorrow. And then if you do it once and you realize, oh, that was okay. Yeah. That was not that difficult. I think <laughs> there's a key thing. And I, I um, for regular listeners, I can only apologize that, I, that I'm saying this again, but... Um, I, I had a conversation with someone called Claire Smith a few um, episodes ago and she talks about self-calibration right and I'd never heard this term before and because it's so fresh in my mind I'm kind of I'm a, get a little bit obsessed with it and this goes hand in hand with this kind of trying mm. dairy free and stuff and what she says about you know and this is specific to food but it's like try something so eat a bowl of pasta and then think about how you feel afterwards mm. or like an hour later yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you know and then maybe you won't be as tempted to have a big bowl of pasta next time because you actually do feel like oh yeah, 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 yeah so yeah. it's this but but the, the thing i like about it and you talk about self-care quite a lot when we've had conversations previously it's that self aspect it's that you're taking ownership yeah, so yeah, i know yeah. i sound like a scratch record i know i always say that but it's such an important message i think and it's a very difficult message to accept when you're struggling. Yeah. Is that actually this stuff isn't... Yes, there's lots of external factors which have brought you to the point that you're at when you're really struggling. But in terms of how you're going to get out of it, you know, hard as it is to accept, it's going to come from within you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So actually, yeah. if you can get a grasp of that, the sooner you can get a grasp of that, the sooner you can make these even if they're microscopic, tiny steps towards recovery, if you like. Yeah, yeah, and what, what works for others might not work for you. Um, yeah. I hate these um, 
thing that you see, like the, all these blog articles telling you what to do every morning. Like it might not just work for me to have a green <laughs> do, smoothie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> However, it, it, you, it's good because it gives options. It's um, hard. It's right. You're, you're absolutely right. It is hard because you do want someone to tell you what to do. So even though you're the one that still has to do it, you want someone to tell you what to do. And there are so many millions of different things out there that, that, that are telling you to do different things. Yeah. That, you know, you might stumble across the one that the one set routine that someone describes. That might be the thing that helps yeah. you. But actually, that's still almost reliant on someone else. You know, even that, there must be tweaks you can make to, you probably could make to that that would make you feel better personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think you're right. It's about trying to pick and choose what's best for you. But it's good. The, the, what you just said about trying what works for you is definitely uh, one of the key elements. Um, yeah. Because you need to try small things to make small changes, and then eventually, if it doesn't work, it would not have affected your life. Um, yeah. That terrible, so terribly that you can't go thought, back and change. I, I never thought of it like that. I like that. So if you, um, let's say you you want to go dairy free, you can just start to go dairy free for a week and see how you feel. Yeah. I know that's not what GPs recommend. They usually say it's good to do it for four weeks. Right. Uh, to actually make sure that all the bacteria have gone away, mm-hmm. so you can actually feel what it feels like to reintroduce it. But it's just to get into the, a new habit, you can just try it for a few days or a week and then see how you feel. Well, for me, with this, like, it's a good example. With the dairy-free, you know, the coffee I'm drinking at the minute has got a splash of soy milk in it. Um, and the big thing for me, actually, because like I say, it's only day two, was that I realized quite quickly is I just need to think of it as a different drink. Right. If I'm relating to it as that's my cappuccino, that tastes bloody awful, <laughs> then it tastes bloody awful. But I'm just like, oh, no, I've chosen to drink something else today. Yeah, So I'm, tra- I'm trying yeah. to not think about what I'm missing out on kind of thing. Um, so, and it's try and, and that actually is quite a big factor. If you change something and you think that what you were doing is your natural state, yeah. then you can quite easily get into a thought of, I'm missing out, that's what I want. Yeah, there are two things. There's... Um Think you can think of it as temporary thing as well. Thinking, yeah. okay, I'm having another drink for three weeks, mm-hmm. and then maybe eventually I'm going to be able to go back to the cappuccino I like. And maybe after three weeks, you're actually going to like this new yeah. drink and then go for it for a longer time. Yeah. And the second thing is that seeing it as an opportunity of growth or test tasting. If you if we keep the analogy of food, tasting new things. Um, trying out new recipes, trying out new projects that you haven't tried before. Yeah. And it's the same thing for everything in life, really, seeing it as an opportunity of That's right. being more open to new stuff. And, th- and that growth aspect of it is a really key, is a really key point. Because I think, you know, I just mentioned, talked about people who are in a, de- uh, a state of depression, but actually, you know, this is around just well-being for, for, for all yeah. kind of thing. There's, it, it's a it's a very positive and a very I'd say a very um, good thing to do to to not ex- you know for anyone to not just accept okay I've got it now this is it this is life this is the way I do it mm. you know there's always opportunities to, to question that yeah. try something else yeah. 
because you can go back to it. So the thing for me was like, if I look now at where I was, you know, however many years ago when I was in the, you know, the, the darkest days for me, I am a different human being now, yeah. completely. So I could be running around with my arms in the air and woohoo, I'm, this is the best I'm ever going to be. But actually with this, you know, change around dairy, I'm try I'm still trying something new there because I'm thinking, oh, well, I wonder if there's a, the, the, re this, the lady was saying to me that, you know, if I'm, t I'm taking a tablet every day for information, mm -hmm. she was like, is that the way you think it should be? Or why do you think you should be taking that? And I was like, I just have for years. I don't even think about it anymore. Mm. She said, do you want to do that? I was like, not really, but it's just a tablet, whatever. And then I was like, actually, yeah, maybe I could do something yeah, about that. Yeah. I did all, I've done all this work around my mental health, but I've, I've, so that I can eat or drink what I want, I take a tablet. And I'm like, well, yeah, maybe if I do change my diet, maybe that's not the... And I feel, so it's almost I'm trying to experience the unknown. I feel like there's probably an element of physical health, which will then lead into mental health, that I've never felt before yeah, because yeah. of the food I eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh, well, let's try, let's try it then. Yeah. I'm just giving it a go. So I'm not in a place of feeling unhappy, so I'm doing, going dairy-free to try and make myself happy. It's very funny because I was at the Lifestyle Medicine Conference the other day, um, in Leeds, giving a talk around um, self-care for GPs and health professionals. Wow. <laughs> and uh, very interesting people, very interesting crowd. And one of the presenter, uh, Dr. Patima, I don't remember her last name, she is a psychologist. And her talk was around the link between mental health and gut. And how what we eat and how we eat and our can um, have a, an impact on our mental health state and yeah. vice versa. Mm -hmm. How our mental health state can have an impact on what we eat. So talking about cycles, it's another thing as well that it's can be <coughs> into virtuous versus uh, vicious cycles. It is, and I can't pretend that I have that um, <laughs> the catalyst for me around this around food and things. It's, very, it's a similar concept to me as when I was first put on antidepressants. Mm. When I first started taking medication for depression and anxiety, um, I was thinking, how can a pill change my thoughts? It's not going to change me thinking that negative thing, is it? You know, that, that was what I really struggled with. But through a whole series of how your body feels, how, you, you know, um, how much energy you have and everything, of course that does change your yeah. thoughts. It does change your behavior and... Um, I went on, I've had Kim Adams, who's a, um, a nutritional therapist. She's been on the podcast twice and she is obsessed with gut bacteria and talking right. about your microbiome. And I went on a course that she ran for six weeks called the brain health program. And it's that exact thing. Yeah. And I was saying to her, you know, and in fact, when I was talking to Claire Smith a couple of weeks ago, I was saying, you know, okay, yesterday I ate 10 Jaffa cakes, mm -hmm. you know, in eight minutes it's like you know if i'd opened the open the pack boom they're gone yeah so i have a real issue with it food is a very difficult thing for me yeah, to yeah. try and get into this yeah, positive yeah. um cycle around but i do now i do accept actually that yeah. that even fit even even being ill kim was saying she hasn't had like a cold or anything like that for like five years or mm. whatever it was since mm. she started on this 
diet that she's on and having you know um, all this um, kefir and all these kind of right uh, yeah. one more time maybe what works for her would not work for her, for you though. yeah so yeah, it's, yeah. it's a matter of um, choosing what and trying out and exploring the how you feel in your mind and body hmm. whenever you have made this decision yeah and I, I, I and I do and I do think that if you there's definitely going to be an aspect of if you were to cut everything out that you find pleasurable in regards to food there's going to be a negative impact on you mentally there as well because you're going to feel like you're missing out and then potentially going back to it yeah, straight away binging. because it's too much yeah. yeah it's like it's like people going on uh, extreme diet and losing many many kilos um and then once they go back to an their normal diet they gain all the all the weight back yeah. because it's it's too much too much for the body yeah and you put your body in such a state that actually your your body starts um gaining fat mm -hmm. because your body feels that you're it, it is privated that he can't yeah. have it all so in case the this comes back Just the fat is there. I need so to maintain these fat preserves in, in case, case yeah, yeah, in case times of scarcity come yeah. back. So yeah. it's it's just not healthy at all. No. If the goal is to lose weight, it's good to do it uh, step by step and to cut a few things first. Yeah, and get into a new habit of not having those. And it's like it's that whole. It is that thing of the you know as with much of society now. If I want it now, yeah, I want it to be happening to me now. Yeah, and actually a kind of um, perhaps a more appropriate way of approaching it is just well, I'm on uh, I'm on my, a path to towards something. Yeah, I'm never necessarily ever going to actually reach, but I'm always going to be on this path to somewhere. Yeah. So actually, um, let's take the first step, and then let's take the second step. So. And in the, in the, the there's always a why behind. Why, if we like, we talk about food and losing weight. Why do I want to lose weight? Yeah. Is it because I want to look better? Well, that's not a real reason. Mm. Is it because there's a wedding coming up? Yeah. Is okay. it because there's, um, I don't know, this uh, well-being state that I had before that I want to achieve again? Yeah. This is. Always a why behind that can be interesting to. Oh, it's like make Lucille great about. again. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> why I was you know for me not drinking wine when I was pregnant. I thought I would never be able to do it because I'm French. Yeah. And <laughs> is that how? How? By the way, that's not true that we drink wine every, every lunchtime. <laughs> Some myth I want to discuss. But, but even with that, but but French, but. French people drink generally more in moderation, though, like compared you, to British people. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. So even if you were to... Anyway. That's another podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so a podcast on how French you are. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then they say... But, but it, I had a why. The why was, I am pregnant, I don't drink because it's not good for yes, the baby I'm absolutely. carrying. So it's, um, Although I do, she has started taking a... Um, Merlot at lunchtime is for her, her <laughs> midday bottle. <isn't> she? <laughs> yeah, and rum with her daddy. Yeah, absolutely. So, fine. Yeah. <laughs> so once you have the why, it's it's much easier to actually That's have a, a really goal, good point. Reach the goal because you understand why you're doing this. I know. I think you know what I think that's really key about that is I think that quite often the why in today's society is. Um, I know we've talked about we talked about this at the end of the last podcast we did, but 
but so much of it's driven by social media yeah, yeah, of, of why I'm doing it isn't actually for, for me it's because I need to well it is for me but I'm trying to fit in with a social norm you don't want to lose weight because you want to look good because if you want to look good you're doing it for others you, you yeah. need to find the, the reason behind why you want to lose weight yeah and going back to the to the two cycles in the infinity sign um, once whenever you make the decision you can actually go back to the why yeah so the decision of having this chocolate bar if we keep on talking about food is the, the the why you why would you have it yeah. versus why would you not have Stop it? Stop and have that. Ask that why. You know, I see this. I've got this image in my head now of the infinity sign. But if you look at it on its side, the way that you've got that choice in the middle, it looks like a Y in either direction. You should you should trademark that. Oh, yeah. You could have a little kind of blue infinity mark with two <laughs> red Ys or That's a green true. Y and a red Y. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely, I, I definitely need to investigate this more. Yeah, I think that sounds great. Um, we're out of time. How are we? Unbelievable. How are we? we do okay. this every time. It just kind of flies <laughs> by. But um, as always, it's been an absolute pleasure having you in, and I really appreciate you coming in um, today. The um, what was I going to say? How do people get in contact with you? So our website is www.mind-it.co.uk, and uh, we now have a catalogue of wellbeing workshops available in Leeds and Yorkshire for any type of organisations, corporate, charities. Fantastic stuff in there. I looked through it. There's some really fantastic stuff in there. Thank you again for coming in. Um, and thank you guys for listening, as always. I really enjoyed this one. Um, please follow me on Twitter at mentalcoms. That's M-E-N-T-A-L-C-O-N-V-S. And another episode of Mental Conversations will be coming your way uh, pretty soon. Thanks, Lucille. Thank you.